socially and had met Gray Merriman, Nick's brother, on a few occasions. Nick's reputation as a ladies' man preceded him. Even though they both worked for Danvers, he wouldn't have suspected a personal connection between Nick and Beth. They seemed to be complete opposites. He actually found himself feeling a little sorry for Beth. He was afraid that she had probably been seduced and dumped. He, of course, would be happy to swoop in and give her the support she needed to move on. He wasn't looking for long term, so he was happy to be her rebound guy if needed. He had barely had time to relish that thought when things had gone wildly off course. He had asked Beth how she knew Nick, and she had said that they worked together. Nick had added that they lived together and that they were having a baby. He had actually been tempted to laugh at first, sure that this was some kind of bad attempt at humor on Nick's part. When he took a closer look at Beth's face, though, he had known it was true. What he didn't know was why in the hell she had accepted a date with him. He wasn't one to judge, but come on. How many pregnant women who clearly have some type of relationship with the father are actively dating through a dating service? With Nick still standing at their table, he had left the restaurant at barely less than a run. He had been pissed. He had no idea if Nick and Beth had left together, and he couldn't have cared less at that point. He couldn't help but feel like he had been some pawn in whatever game Beth was playing with Nick Merriman. To her credit, she had left a message on his voicemail the next day apologizing. He hadn't returned her call. He had hoped never to have to think about her or that night again, but apparently that wasn't in the cards. Soon Danvers International would be invading his turf, and he hadn't wanted to explain the reason behind his opposition to his nosy family, so he was screwed. Only his close friends and family were aware that the Oceanics resorts were owned by the Jackson family. There were ten beachfront resorts located in such hot spots as Mexico, Jamaica, Bermuda, Florida, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Charleston, and Turks and Caicos. Seth ran the Oceanics Resort in Myrtle Beach, and his brothers, Rhett, Ash, Dylan, and Luke, ran resorts in Florida, Charleston, and St. Croix. His cousins rounded out the rest of the management of the Oceanics chain. Like their fathers before them, they each lived and breathed the business. They could have easily expanded, but they all believed that quality was better than quantity. Each location was booked for months in advance. It was rare that they had vacancies. The service they offered was impeccable and second to none. A stay at the resort was first class all the way. They were a five-star resort, and their staff was paid well to make sure there were never issues with customer satisfaction. In the scheme of things, replacing the communications system at the resort was minor, and not something he would usually be concerned with. It wasn't as if Beth Denton or Nick Merriman were going to walk through the door as a part of the installation team from Danvers. This was business, and arguing against a Danvers system would bring nothing but questions from his nosy family. They only purchased top of the line for the resort chain, and that meant Danvers, whether he liked it or not. As if some sixth sense had alerted her, his assistant walked through the door as he was setting his pen down. He had no idea how she did that. He often wondered if she had his office under some type of surveillance. He smiled as Margie made her way to his desk.
They had worked together for five years now, and he would be lost without her, a fact that she pointed out to him at least five times a day. Even though he rolled his eyes, they both knew it was true. She was a wisecracking, tough-love mother figure, and he adored her. She dressed like someone off a runway, but complained endlessly about the high heels that she insisted on wearing daily. Her ink-black hair was cut short and had that perfectly must-look that women paid a fortune for. He should know. He gave her carte blanche to the resort hair salon, and she was a walking advertisement for the talented stylists. She was fit and trim, and they had no idea how. She ate like a sailor and cursed like one at times. His own mother, Charlotte, as she preferred to be called by her sons, lived in California with her second husband. He rarely saw her, and that was something that they were both okay with.